Hallelujah. Right, come on, continue to worship, continue just to to bring all your burdens, all your all, all your worries, all your cares to him this morning. He's more than able. He was the one who created the foundations of this earth. Like he told Job in Job 38, I set the foundations out. I laid the cornerstone. Were you there? He, he, he's more than able to do exceedingly above it than what we could ever imagine. And today, whatever you're going through, whatever you come here with, when he walks into the room, when he comes into this place, and I believe he's here this morning, you just have to invite him in wherever you'll be at, whether it's um, in your room, in your car. Today, I pray that you invite him as we worship, as Pastor Amanda was worshiping there, the presence of God was falling. I feel like he wants to work miracles today. He wants to do something new, but we have to invite him in. I pray that you invite him in today. Lord God, we just come before you, God. We thank you, God, that when you walk into the room, God, that everything changes, that circumstance, that illness has no place, Lord, that you're able to do above and beyond what we ever think or imagine. I pray, God, that you touch hearts today, that those that came into the stream, they thought they were coming just to, to hang out, but God, they experience your Holy Spirit right now. They experience, God, a touch from heaven, Lord, I pray. I pray you just continue to move upon their lives. I pray that a change happens today, that we come expecting a miracle, expecting something, God, God, to happen within our hearts and taking that heart of stone and turning it into a heart of flesh. Lord, I pray you just continue to move upon this service, be in all of it. We don't want to be here unless you're here. And I can already feel your presence, God, here. I know that you're with us, that the great Emmanuel, the God, that you are with us today. I pray you move upon every person that's watching and we give you all the honor, all the glory due to you alone. Can we get some amens in the chat? Hallelujah. Can we get some amens right there? Just, just type it in chat, put it in chat. For we serve an awesome God, the King of Kings. I've seen some of you putting it in there. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the, the one who started it. It all begins and ends with him. Are you with me? And I want to thank you for the opportunity. I want to thank the lead team this morning. You guys don't know who I am. I am AJ Valdez, Associate Pastor here at God Squad Church. I count it an honor and privilege whenever I come to share the gospel. I want to thank the lead team for giving the opportunity, for giving me the, the, the opportunity to share. I love sharing the word of God. Ain't nothing like it. You know, no matter what we face in life, no matter what we go through, no matter what trials and tribulations come our way, this week has been a long week. It's been a testing week for me. I've been through all kinds of, it feels like a month went by in this last week, but God's been with me every step of the way. And I want to encourage you. He's with you every step of the way. And today, the title of my message, if you're here for the first time, you might have seen the title when you came in. It says, who are you listening to? And the title of my message is Luke, who's talking? I don't know if you guys remember the film, popular film in the 90s. I think it was for all you guys that are older generation, like myself. And there was a film about a baby that talked, and uh, it was a whole film about that. Well, and, and, and the baby narrated and all this stuff. But in this scripture today, Luke is talking. So Luke, Luke who's talking. But also, I want you to look at the voice behind the voice today. And what God is trying to share with you today, I, I believe that he has a, has a word for many of you in, in the chat. That he wants to speak his word to you and his word brings life it brings change but you have to be willing to accept it say god i need a change today and you know what it's been a tiring week it's been a long week god and lord i just want you to speak to me today invite him in and i'll tell you right now he'll meet you every step of the way and so we're, we're, we're doing a series right now last week pastor tj shared, shared an awesome message about the trailer about john the baptist the birth of him and now we're going into the into into the birth of the king of kings the lord of lords emmanuel and honestly, uh, um, I'm loving it. I'm lo I've been loving it. Have you guys been enjoying Luke? I've been enjoying it. And now we're, we're, we're taking it step by step. So let's get into it. And, and Luke chapter two, um, I, before I read though, I want to talk more about the title. So it's an estimated, right? Luke who's talking. 
Luke is talking here in the scripture. It's an estimated we hear 30,000 words per day, right? And I was like, what, 30,000? And also, this is a stat from my, that I got off, off the internet. And between 4,000 to 10,000 advertisements a day, I was like, no way. But I believe it on Twitch because, I don't know, how many advertisements do we get on Twitch? I actually, I believe that statistic right there, 4,000 to 10,000. We don't even realize it. I was actually watching the stream, but then an ad came. I didn't even realize it. We're so unaware of all the stuff that we're getting fed. I really want to encourage you today to grab hold of the word of God. I'm going to bring out a couple of things in this scripture about who's talking, right? About who, who, who thinks they're running stuff, right? But also about the troubles that we face in life, but about the trumpets that sound, about the, the triumphs that we can that we can expect from God's word and the blessing that he has for us. So let's get into it. Many of us, we face trials of many kind. We face tribulations. We go through things in life and we wonder, Lord, why are you still with me? Why do I got to go through this? Why is this happening to me? And I want us to look at the life of Joseph and Mary in this scripture because they're, they're such a great example of a Christian family, of, 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 of the Christian attitude. No matter what life brings, the conditions of what things happen, but to continue to stand on God's promise and stand on his word, continue to, to hold on tight to him, to, to believe, to trust God that every step of the way he's going to see you through. So there's three things I want to bring out today. is the tyrant, the trouble, and the trumpet. So are you, are you guys still with me? Let's get into it. In Luke chapter 2, I'm going to read in verse 1. It says, And it came to pass in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. The census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to its own town. Okay, so here we here, here's the backdrop, right? This is who's talking first. The, the, the Caesar, right? Augustus. If many of you guys don't know who Augustus is, he was the stepson of Julius Caesar. I want to give you guys a bit of a history report here. And there was two reasons why he was doing this. Number one was to really, why, why, why do men want to get people to register, right? Number one, they, they, they want more money and they want a bigger army. <laughs> that was the second reason. But the first reason, yeah, so military, right? It was for, he wanted to see how many fighting men he had in his region. He wanted to see what can we do here? And, 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 and this Caesar is not like many other Caesars. This, this guy had a big ego. He actually changed his name from, from, from to Augustus. It, it actually was not Augustus. Augustus stands for like majesty, right? He wanted to be the, the, Caesar, the, the God Caesar, the Caesar, Caesar God. That's, that's what his name means, in other words, right? When he changed it. His name used to be um, Octavius, Gius Octavius. I hope I said that right. It's these names. And, and, but he changed his name because he has such a big ego. Not only that, though, he wanted to be a Caesar that was well-known, a king that was well-known, right? He, he, he wanted to be well-known for bringing peace, right? But how many know that only God can bring the peace that surpasses understanding? And little did he know that even though he was doing this, he was, even though he thought he was running things, are you hearing what I'm saying? Even though Caesar Augustus thought he was running things, God was really making a way for, his, for, um, for God's word to come to pass. Because we know from Micah chapter 5 that God talks about the, um, the, the, the Jesus will be born in Bethlehem. And so what ended up happening here is that because of this decree went out, because he wants to build a, a, a bigger army, because he wants to tax people, he wants to increase taxes, right? And also he, the reason for this, because he wanted to be known for a Caesar that brought peace, <laughs> right? And if you guys don't know um, what it was, it was called, um, it was called Pax Romana. And what it, what it means is that he wanted to bring world peace. And basically what it was, was that the Roman soldiers policed all the places that, that Rome basically went to. 
And they went all over because why? Because they had money to build their roads, right? Romans built over 50,000 miles worth of road. If you guys didn't know that, some of their roads are still around today. I don't know about you, but our, our roads in California are bad. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I sometimes wonder why I pay taxes in California because the roads are so bad over here. Where's your I'm at? I'm out in the country. I got mostly dirt roads out here. <laughs> but some of the Roman roads are still around to this day, which is, which is quite amazing. But that's what he wanted. He wanted to build... Tax more people, know how many people, how many fighting men he had in. He, he he wanted to build his empire and he wanted to be known as a Caesar of peace, as well as his big ego, the God Caesar. So that's first off, he's the one that's talking. Let's look at who's talking. He's the one, he's the reason why now that Joseph and Mary have to make their way to Bethlehem. Are you with me? So let we, we can continue to read. And Luke 4 2, um, or 2 4, sorry. Joseph also went up to Galilee. So this is the reason why. So the census went out. Caesar's calling the shots. So he thinks he thinks he is. But how many know that even though uh, um, he thinks he's calling the shots, God's in control of all of everything. He might be Caesar over the empire, but God's God's king over all things. And so in, in two in two four, Joseph went up to from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judah, into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there and the days were complete for her to be, uh, to be, deli to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swatting cloths and laid him in a manger because that is, there was no room in the inn. And there's so much I read here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through it step by step. So first of all, we have this Caesar, this, this guy that, that that thinks he's the he, he's the man, this this king, right? And he wants to bring this peace and he's taxing. And it, and it causes Joseph having to ha having to make a 90-mile a trip. I don't know about you, but 90 miles is easy for us now that have cars, right? We can make 90 miles in an hour and a half, right? Most of us. Some of you drive really fast. I don't know. You probably do it in half that time, but I don't drive that fast. I'm, I'm, I'm like driving Miss Daisy. I drive slow. Anyways, but 90 miles, 90 miles back then was a long way. Especially for a woman that was pregnant. We know Mary was about to deliver. And so on the average person only traveled about 20 miles a day. So this is a couple of days trip. Then imagine with a, a pregnant woman, right? You're going to be going even slower. And most people walked. And, 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 I, and I like um, how it says here, right? He says, so Joseph also went up to Galilee. If you look at the map, he didn't go up. He actually went south. So to us today, it would have been, we're going down. But to him, it, it was still going up. The reason why? Because the elevation. Let me tell you, when you walk somewhere or you got to go somewhere on foot or on a horse in the, in the heat, I don't know about you, but the heat wave right now in California, it is killing us over here. But you're going you're, you're gonna to feel every step. You're going you're to feel it. And, and having to travel, so it was an inconvenience, right? But one thing that I love about the scriptures is you don't see Joseph complaining, right? You don't see Joseph upset. You don't see, because why? Because they're standing on God's word. They know, they know the Old Testament, right? They know that in Micah 5, they, they know this is the plan of God. Let me tell you something. Uh, for us as many Christians, yeah, we're, we're going to face troubles, right? That's my, that's my second thing. The troubles. First, you, we got this tyrant, these things that happen in life that we, we, we can't explain. Why are we going through this? Lord, why is this happening? Why is, our, why is the government, why is all this, this stuff going on? Right? But the next thing is that we begin to face troubles sometimes as a result of things that we can't explain. Right, but through this, all Joseph and Mary, they, they they didn't complain. 
They didn't throw a tantrum. And and, and Joseph was from the, 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 the he had he had royal lineage. And he could have probably wrote a letter, right? He could have, could have got upset. But no, he knows this is the plan of God for his life. Let me tell you something. Let's ask Christian. We can, we can take a, a, a leaf out of, the, we, can, we can take something out of, the, out, out, out of the life of Joseph and Mary and say, man, now, I don't understand a lot of times, Lord, why this stuff's happening or why I'm going through this trial or this situation. Why I got to make this long trip, 90 miles. That's nothing to us today. I don't know. All the way across the country. So we don't, we don't see the big picture, but we know God's word and we know that his, he's true to his word. And if we can stand on it, though we go through times of trouble, though we go through times of tribulation, though it's inconvenient, though it's not always going to be easy. Come let me tell you something right now. Once you, be, once you said, Lord, I'm going to serve you, God, I'm going to accept you into my life. A lot of times it, it's not easy. It's not always going to be convenient. But we know that we win. We have the victory in the end that we got to stand on his word. Are you still with me? See, Caesar... Might have been ruling things at the time, even our government. They might be ruling things, but we know that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, that He rules everything. And we got to trust His word to be true. And they knew in Micah 5 2, but it says this, but you, Bethlehem, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me the one who will be the ruler over Israel, whose origins are from the old, from, or from, from old and from the ancient times that's talking about jesus that's talking about god almighty the one who was there in the beginning are you with me and that's why it had to happen there's there's so much about about this story that that like we, we could just scan over the birth of jesus but there's so much in this story that that i believe many times we miss out on that we miss out that, that we don't see and as you read that scripture man it, they had to make this 90 mile trip for us like i said before we're, we're blessed to have the advances of technology at our disposal that we can just turn our computer on and we could be right into a church service, right into the presence of God. I don't know about you, man, but that song, when he walks into the room this morning, I felt the, when Pastor Amanda was singing, I was like, man, this needs to be a CD. This is, this is dope. <laughs> this is powerful stuff right here. I'm feeling the Lord's presence. Ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing like it. See, troubles tell us nothing is going right. I'm overwhelmed. Is God even there? But Jeremiah 31.3 says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with a loving kindness. Jeremiah 29.11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. See, when troubles come our way, and we can't understand, Lord, are you even there? Why am I going through this? Why do I got to face this illness, this sickness? Why do I got to be burnt out like, uh, like this? Let me tell you, this week has been hard for me. My kids were sick. We thought we had COVID. Um, I'll tell you right now, bills were coming in left, right, and center. I didn't, I, 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 I didn't get paid every day. I go to my post box, like praying, right? It was, I was praying like, Lord, let me get paid today. Let, let, it, let it be. And bills were piling up. I'm going to just be transparent with you, right? And it was a hard week. And the funny thing is, every time I walked out of the post office, as I walked back, I was looking at the ground like, not again. And I was stressed out. I was, on Tuesday, bills were, I had more bills. I had to go to take the kids to the doctor, had to get the medicine. And I was, I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling. How did, how did I get? I'm really good. I managed my finances. I even thought about, even on the Sunday, I knew bills were coming in. I was thinking, man, why not pay my tithes on this Sunday? <laughs> hey, come on, even if you're a pastor, 
and 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 I and I continue to believe God. I continue to say, you know what? I'm going to trust you, Lord, because I know God. I know you're true to your word. And I and, and I and I and I and I and I paid my tithes. And I, even on Monday, I have a, another direct debit that came out, and I was stressed out. I was stressed. I was worried. I walk into the post box or the mailbox every day. Nothing was there. Stressed out. My account my account went to minus. And then, you know, if you're with your bank over here in the States, you get charged 35 bucks when you go into the rent. So it got even worse. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, what are you, what are you doing, God? I'm gonna, I, I trust you. I'm, I'm putting my faith in you, Lord. Let me tell you something. On that Tuesday this week, when the kids were sick, I got to bring the doctor. I needed a blessing came in the, in the post. It wasn't my paycheck. I, I, I didn't get paid. It was from some unexpected source. I was like, what? It was for 500. I was like, what? What? Like, Lord, like, and, and the Lord, and you know, as I walked outside every, every day, this is funny because um, I walked by the, I don't know who made this rock, but it's right by my door. And it says faith on it. It says faith. I don't know if you can see that. Let me close my, there, there we go. I don't even know who made it. It's the shape of a heart. And I, and I was walking back all defeated. I looked down at the ground and it was right there by my door. I brought it in. And I, and I told, I told the Lord when, it, when the money came in, I was like, Lord, thank you, God, for, for being faithful. Forgive me for my lack of faith, for, for believing the lies of the enemy. I was really nearly to cancel direct debits, ready to not pay my tithes, because I was panicking. I was like, I got a family, but God looks, well, shall supply all my needs. What does it say in Philippians 4.19? And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. I don't know your financial situation. I don't know what you're going through, but God knows. And it's that trust. It's that act of faith. And I'm still learning. I'm still growing, right? I, I, I've had many seasons like this. I've had seasons of plenty, of a lot, where I was like just not even worrying about money. But now I'm in another season of my life where God's trying to mold and shape me and do his, his will wants to be done. I, I, my prayer has been, Lord, let your will be done in my life. But then these lies come in, the troubles come. And you can believe Mary and Joseph were probably thinking that we have the, we have the son of God. We, didn't Gabriel just come to us? We're doing a series on Luke and you know we, we've been reading it. Gabriel came and, and, and didn't he just tell us that we're going to have the son of God, that he'd be, he be called Emmanuel, that, that God is with us. And now there's no place in the inn. And the inn, if, if you want to talk about the inn, a lot of us in our minds, our, our, our Americanized minds, right? We think of a nice like, cottage nice looking it was it, it wasn't like that it was like it, it, it was probably tore up tore up a small little box room right and there was no even room in that place and so the inn would be in the middle and even in in our in our minds we've seen the like the, the nativity scene right the set some of us have it for christmas and we had this nice little manger right well i don't know if you guys know this but the animals were put on the outside outside of the in the courtyard of the of, of the inn in the courtyard and, uh, and, so, and so Mary had, so there was no room in the inn. So they're either going to go to a cave and find shelter or, or go there where the animals were. And that's where they went. And I have a picture here. We also think like he, 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 he was put in swatting clothes, right? It talks about in swatting cloth. I have a picture of a manger. We think of a manger from the nice little like, you know, wooden crib, all, all nice, you know. <laughs> like, you know, oh, that, that looks comfortable. I'll put my baby. Would you put your baby in that? I know I wouldn't. I'm, I'm a parent. I got two girls and I, and I wouldn't. And yet the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, see, there was no place in the inn. There was no room 
in the end, there, there wasn't a nice manger. It was a courtyard full of animals. There wasn't even, you know, it, 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 it was stone. And the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the one who was going to bring peace on earth, that was going to change history for eternity, was placed into this stone block. And they, they were wrapping the swatting cloth because they wanted them to grow straight. They, they believed that, you know, wrapping wrap, wrap like a little burrito. And they would grow straight and they put them in there. And like, like now in days, right? We, like, it, it's a deep story because he is the, he is the, he is the name above all names. He is, the, he, he, is, he is majesty beyond what we have ever seen. He's the king of everything. And yet... He was born and placed in this manger, in this, in this concrete block. And we really got to grab hold of that. Yet, you see the attitude of Joseph and Mary. That attitude. You know, we can complain and complain. Lord, why does this happen to me? Why do I have to go through this? Why, you know, and we look at all these other people's lives and we have this idea of how good it looks. Oh, the grass is always greener on the other side. But I want to encourage you today. Don't look at that. Stand on God's word because it's the only thing that is stable, the only thing that is consistent. We're all over the place. I don't know about you. That's why I got to have points on my message because I got ADHD. If not, I'll start talking about all kinds of things. I got I to stick to the, to the message, right? I can jump from here to there. But that's why it, 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 God's word is consistent. And that's why we can stand on it. See, troubles tell you worry about everything. But Matthew 6, 25, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. What will you eat or drink or your body? What will you wear? If not, if, uh, is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store up in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who, uh, than, 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 than they? who of you, by worrying, can add a single day to your life? And we can get caught up in the troubles. We can get caught up in just complaining all the time. But look at the example of Mary and Joseph. Knowing that they had the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Knowing that they had God, the very one who created the foundations of the earth. Who set the cornerstone in the place. They knew what they had yet. Such a humble place to be born. For such a, a, a majestic ma majesty. King of kings, Lord of lords, to be born in. And yet we struggle with our little problems, our little things. That's why the Lord had like quickened me. And I said, Lord, forgive me for my lack of faith. I say, if we're all being honest, we've all been there. And honestly, I want to encourage you. Continue to trust the Lord. Continue to, you know, yeah, it's all right. We're going to complain sometimes. So, you know, I complain a lot. But honestly, I'm complaining to my Heavenly Father, talking to him, Lord. And I, and I feel stupid after I do it. I tell you that right now. <laughs> Realizing, read, read what the Lord and Mary and Joseph, what they had to face. I'm not going to be too much longer. So in verse, we're going to, in verse 7 now. So Mary wrapped the newborn in swatting cloths and laid him in the manger. Like I said, in, into the manger. In verse 8. And this is what I want to talk to you about. We're going to face troubles and trials of many kind. And this is life. This is life. It's, man, I wish I could I tell you, becoming a Christian, it's the best decision you ever made, but also it's going to take you to be that man and that woman 
that God's called you, it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard at times. And our faith is going to be tested. You know, if somebody told you it's going to be easy, uh, they lied to you. Because even the word of God says <laughs> it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be what? Worth it. It's so worth it. Like I talk about all the time, one day in this house is better than a thousand days elsewhere. There ain't nothing like having God. Even this week, I thank the Lord that he was with me every step of the way. Yeah, even though I was going through it, I was stressed out, losing more hair than I needed to. You know, all, 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 everything that happened this week with the sickness in my family, it's just, it's just like one thing after the next, one thing after the next. And I was tr troubles, troubles. And all these things were, you know, all this stuff was talking to me. You know, I was looking, who's, I want to hear the voice behind the voice. That still small voice in the science saying, I'm with you. I'm with you. Trust me. Trust me. And he's telling some of you today. Some of you are maybe in an illness or a sickness. Some of you maybe are brokenhearted today. You know what? You say, my heart's never going to be holy again. No, God can mend that broken heart. You say, it's never going to be packed. He's the only one that can. He knows everything about you. And he's more than able. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I've been brokenhearted. I've, I've, been, I've been knocked down. I've been torn. But time and time again, he's brought me from glory to glory. From Honestly, he's been such the difference in my life. And he can be the difference in your life. But it takes that inviting him and trusting him, standing on his word. Because when he walks into the room, everything does change. But we have to invite him in. So in verse 8 here, now there were some country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over the flock by night. Verse 9, and behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Why is it all the time when an angel shows up, everybody gets scared? <laughs> it's like, oh, no, wait. <laughs> you see it all the time. The angel always has to say, like, here, look at in Luke 10. The angel of the Lord said to them, do not be afraid. Hey, yo, calm down. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. It's all right. Uh, this is good news. <laughs> but, you know, everybody gets afraid, right? Um, he says, for behold, I bring you good tidings and great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Christ Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swatting cloths, laying in a manger. You know, there's a couple things I love about this scripture. First of all, is the fact that <laughs> the angel showed up to shepherds. Shepherds, you know, were at, like the outcasts. They were, they were ceremonially, ceremonially unclean. You say, man, why? Why? Because they worked all the time. They, they were 24 7. You know, they, they would work all the time and they, they, they didn't have time to, even on the Sabbath, they probably were still working watching the sheep, right? And yet the Lord, that's what, that's what I love about it. The Lord decided to go to them, you know? And I, honestly, I, I, I take encouragement from that, knowing that the, God sees, even people that are, man, they're not considered the outcast, the ones that sometimes us as gamers, we can feel like that. Like, I, I don't know how long I felt like nobody got me for, for years. Like you play video games? What? You're in your 30s and you're still playing video games? <laughs> what? And I feel like the out, but knowing that God sees me, this is like an, this is encouraging to know that God and God sees you. And he he didn't he didn't bring the good news to Caesar. He didn't bring the good news to the to the to the um to the Pharisees, to the religious leaders, to the ones that had it all together. No. 
the first people to get the news that the Savior was born, that there was a God in, in, on earth, are you hearing what I'm saying, was the outcast, was the ones that nobody considered like David in that shepherd's field when everybody else got invited to the party, when everybody else, all his brothers, they went there, they looked apart, but they didn't have the heart. David was in the field, and the same as these shepherds, when, when, when he could have went to Caesar, when he could have went to the religious rulers of, the, of this time, to the, to the big names, to the people that have a million followers on, 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 um, on Twitch or Instagram or TikTok. But no, he went to people that were considered outcasts and rejects <clears throat> and brought them the biggest news of all time. Oh, come on. I love it. And I really believe God is going to do something here on Twitch like we've never seen. He's going to use God Squad Church. He's going to use some of you. He's raising up a generation that he wants to bring his good news, that he wants to share good news with, that they're going to take it to the four corners of this earth. Are you, are you with me? They're going to do something great that God has called them to do. He's calling you. He's going to you. And that shows me that even though I feel like I'm a dot on this world, I, I feel so insignificant at times that God still has his eye on me. And that's the way he came to these shepherds. In Luke 13, and suddenly there was an an, uh, uh, the angel and a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising. And that's my last point. Number three is the trumpet. The trumpet. It says this, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace. Goodwill toward men. I love this. I'm not going to be too much longer. I, I love this. I really do. He brought it to the most unlikely. And then we see here the trumpet sound. See, we might go through trials. We might go through tribulations. We might go through things in our lives. We might be feel like we're the, we're the outcast or the reject. I felt like it so many times. Like, I had nowhere to fit in. I, that's why I thank God for this ministry that I can come here and talk about the games that I love, that I can be part of a community. People know what I mean when I say Keck W. They, 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 they know. They know. They understand my language. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Isn't this interesting? I find this interesting. The Caesar Augustus, right? Like I said before, he brought in um, Pax Romana. They wanted to bring peace to all the world, right? But in the wrong way, in the wrong way. And even one of his, well, or even one of a, a well-known, um, I say, philosopher, Epictetus, ec, 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 <laughs> it's hard to get some of these words out. This guy's a well-known philosopher from Rome, Epictetus, Epictetus, I hope I said it right, <laughs> said this, Rome claimed to establish Pax Romana, which means peace of Rome. But had they, right? He says, while the emperor may give peace from war and land and sea, he is unable to give peace from passion, grief, and envy. He cannot give peace of heart for which man yearns more than even for outward peace. Sorry, for which man yearns more than even for outward peace. See, it is funny, this Caesar, I told you so arrogant, the tyrant that we started our story with, he was trying to bring peace on earth. But there's only one who gives true peace. That peace that surpasses understanding, I talked about it before. 
You know, we go through all these troubles. And it's weird because we can go through these troubles as Christians and we have the peace of God upon our lives. And people, it doesn't make sense. Why are you not going crazy? Why are you not having a nervous breakdown when all this stuff's happening around you, when you, when you lost this loved one, when, when this person broke your heart, when all these bills are coming in? How can you still have peace? Because our reliance and our hope is not on those circumstances. Yeah, they're there. But our peace comes from him. And that's what this, the, the angels were saying here. And now there's, there's, there's fights over, or not fights, but there's, there's things over whether they were singing this. We've seen this as, you know, it's a song we don't know, right? Because there's only two other times in, in Scripture, in Job, in Job 38, and then in Revelation when the angels are going to be singing, when the seals remove. I'm not going to get into all that. But for us, we've got to give glory to God in the highest. And it says, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And really what this means is that those who accept him, those who have eternal life, you're going to experience the peace. Those who walk in God's will, shall I say. Let me tell you something, ain't nothing like it. If you're here today, you haven't experienced the peace that surpasses understanding. I want to encourage you, accept him into your life. Trust him, say, God, here, here I am. Because let me tell you, the, the, the Bible talks about the wicked. In, in, in Isaiah 48, the wicked have no peace. They, because they, 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 there is no peace for the wicked. And it's, 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 it's a hard truth. But I know before I came to understand who God was, that I know without him, I will never have peace like what he gives me. And there's nothing like experiencing the peace that God gives you. And what he can do in your life just from accepting him. That's all you have to do. It's, it's just that, that, that simple prayer, inviting him in, accepting him for who he is, making him Lord of your life. Too many times we've gone through these troubles and these situations on our own, by ourselves, all alone, in our, in maybe in our room, wherever you're at today. And God's saying, no, I'm, I'm here with you. Invite me in. Revelations talks about he knocks at the door of our heart. He is knocking. He wants to bring that peace to your household. He wants to bring that peace to your family. He wants you to live in that peace. But it's only for those that accept it, trust him, to say, God, you know what? I want you to be Lord of my life. Those who will walk in God's will, are you still with me? In John chapter 6, some people come to Jesus and ask him, what must we do to do the works of God? Well, what is his will, it says? This is a question for many Christians. And Jesus said, this is the will of my Father, that you believe in on him whom the Father has sent. That's it. Believe, trust him. Trust him. Stand on his word. Build your house on his word. There's foundation there. He is the firm foundation. See, he really wants to turn your troubles into triumphs, into those trumpets. And Luke 2.17 we're going to read on. Now, when they had seen him, they made it widely known, saying which was told to them concerning this child. And I told you about the shepherds. They were the first really evangelist here. I was preaching the, the good news of, of the Savior to come. Imagine what they've seen, right? And, and, and then in verse 18, and all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told to them 
by the shepherds. And I love this. It's, it's so important. And one of our core values here at Gospel Church is making a difference. Let me tell you, it's time. Tell somebody in chat, it's time to make a difference. It's time. You can type it in chat, it's time. It is time. Now's the time. Now's the time to make a difference. I'm going to read a little bit more. And all those who heard, right, marveled at the things that which they were told. In verse 19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen and as it was told to them. I think I skipped over a bit of scripture. Or we go back to verse chapter 2, verse 15. So it was when the angels had gone away from them, heaven that the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem. See, they were the first evangelists, I was saying, and see the things that have come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And I love this next part because I'm all, I'm, I'm all about it. And they made haste and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying there in the manger. They made haste. Let me tell you right now, now's the time. Now's the time. Now's the time to make haste, to, to, to start telling people what you've seen here the miracles you've seen, the testimonies you've seen, to invite somebody to church. We don't tell you, we don't, we don't wanna just have a lot of numbers, no. It's not about that. It's not, it's not about the numbers, but we but, but really, we wanna see more lives changed, more lives saved. There's still more that need to hear the gospel, that need to hear the truth. So they made haste, they, they said, you know what, there's no time to wait around. You know, life goes by so fast for us. Our, our, the Bible describes our lives as like as but a flower. Like we bloom for a moment and then we quickly fade. Let me tell you, there's no time. If you're young right now, I want to encourage you at this young age, say, you know what, God, here I am. I, I give you my life. I, I want to be like these shepherds. I want to testify to your goodness, to what I've seen, whether it's my family's life, whether it's here at God Squad Church, what I've seen you doing that I can come to a place and be encouraged and hear the gospel and hear the good news. And, and, and every week there's something happening in my life. I, I, want my, I want my friends, I want my family, I want everybody to experience this, what God is doing here. Go tell somebody. It's time to start making a difference, to start walking in his word, to start being that light to this world, to let people know the goodness of God. See, what they experienced that day, it was like, imagine, it might have started out, we know, the silent night, holy night, it, it might have started out silent, but I tell you, that night kicked off, things got going, next thing you know, everybody's tripping out, like, what? An angel appeared, all this stuff happened, glory to God in the highest, a savior has been born, that's going to bring peace to all, what is going on here? And they all marveled at it. And I'm going to close with this. We got to make a difference, right? We got to make a difference like these shepherds did, but also we got to keep our hearts humble. In, in Luke 2, 19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And then the shepherd returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen. And it was told to them or told them. And I'm gonna I'm gonna close with this. Honestly, I, I believe God wants to do a lot of things in this church. He's gonna use some of you. Some of you are gonna raise up. Some of you are gonna be 
who knows the next big streamer but you got you you can't forget you can't forget who got you there who did it who brought you all this way who's seen you through all the troubles think about it mary like man mary got told she's gonna bear the the son of god and she could have boasted about it she could have man don't you know who i have here and she would have had every right to <laughs> but she she gave birth in a manger in the most humble places she 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 took that that that, that and she she didn't she pondered in her heart but what i love about it too is that the shepherds glorified and praising see you don't gotta try to make your name big you know it's a, it's a big thing especially on twitch we all want to have these big names we want to we want we want people to know about our streams we want people to know about about us even on, we want a lot of followers. Honestly, you keep your heart humble. Taking the example of Christ, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. Instead, he made himself nothing, taking the very nature of man, becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. So then, the, so that God would exalt him and give him the name that's above every name, that upon his name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. See, it's not about making our names big. It's about having that heart of God, that heart for your brother, your sister, the heart saying, God, if you can use anything, Lord, use me. Your, your servant is ready. And there's so much that we hear throughout the day, so many voices. I really want to encourage you, take the time to hear the voice behind the voice, God's voice. And I really believe if we keep ourselves humble, God is gonna, God's gonna raise up. We're seeing it, I, I seen a stream of the, I seen a, a good friend of mine stream the other day. He's, he, he's, he's been humble. And one of the biggest streamers that I know watched his stream the other day and it was like, whoa, whoa, it was powerful. It, it, I, or I say that stuff, it's, it's powerful. I know what God wants to do. I know, and he's kept himself humble. So why? He didn't have to shout it from the rooftops or everybody. God, God will bring those shepherds, those people, make it known. And God's going to raise up. I already believe God's going to raise up. So we're going to see bigger streamers in our, in, some big streamers in, in this ministry. We're going to see big names. We're going to see people that are going to change the world. I, I, I don't even want my, I, I, I want to be one of the guys in the background. I'll, I, hopefully I can help help them become the biggest name in the world. But I want to do it. I want to make God famous. And I want to listen to the voice behind the voice. There's so many voices to listen to. Listen to the voice behind the voice. I really want to encourage you with that. Taking the, the very nature of our Lord Jesus Christ and, and, and Mary and Joseph, they were humble. And it's not always the easy thing to do as a Christian, to be humble, to be, to, 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 to take a step back. But that's what we, as Christians, we gotta take that example of Christ. Putting others before ourselves. Say, you know what? I'd rather, I, I, I don't want my name big. I want your name to be glorified, Lord. Because it will be, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. Guys, I, I know I said so much. Maybe you're here today and you've been going through all this stuff by yourself. Like I talked about how the Lord wants to be with you in these hard times. The Lord wants to walk with you in these hard times. 
Lord wants to walk with you through your sickness, through your illness, through your broken heart. And he's at that door of your heart. And he's just knocking. He's knocking. He's just, he's there. He's a gentleman. He's never going to force himself on you. He's never going to make you serve me. No, we have free will. That's what, that's what he gave us. And we kind of, we, we, we messed it up. Let's be honest. And that's why we messed it up so bad that we need a, sa we need a savior. He's the, he was the only way to restore this because he gave us free will and we just done messed it up. That's what's wrong with the world. You say, if there was a God, the world wouldn't be like this. The fact that you realize that the world's so messed up that it needs to be restored shows you that there is a God and he's the only one that could ever do it. And he's at your door of your heart and he's knocking on it. Will you let him in today? If you're here today, you say, you know what? I want that. I've been going through all this stuff. I've been trying to do it with self-help. I've been trying to, I've been looking on all this thing and I've, I've been getting nowhere. It's just the same thing over and over. I'm going around in circles. There's a God in heaven who loves you. Every day he, he knocks. Every day is a choice to let him in. Maybe you're here today, you don't know him. I want you to say this prayer. You're not saying it to me. You're, it's just you, wherever you're at, in your room, you're saying it to him. Say, God, you're accepting him as your Lord and Savior of your life. That's all it says. It's if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, you will be saved. That's all it is. Just believe. Believe. So we're going to pray that prayer today. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you. I failed and I have sinned. But I want to accept you as my Lord and Savior of my whole life. Come into my heart. Change me. I want you to walk every day with me. I want to hear your voice, Lord, the voice behind the voice. In Jesus, my name, amen. Lord God, I come before you today. I pray for every individual that said that prayer, that went right now and opened the door of their heart and invited you in, God. I pray they experience your presence right now. Just, God, an outpouring of your spirit. We know that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, that you're there with us wherever we go. And now that they've accepted you, let them experience, God, a peace that surpasses understanding, God. I pray for those today that maybe are brokenhearted. God, restore that broken heart. Maybe for some, God, that, that are just holding it, saying, you know what, I have this heart of stone. You don't know what's happened to me. I have too much hurt. God, make that a heart of flesh today, we pray. I pray for those, God, that come here just expecting a miracle, that they don't leave this place the same, but they glorify you. Hosanna in the highest, the one who created everything, the maker of heaven and earth. We give you all the honor, all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, can we get some amens in chat? Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. I'll see you after service. Hallelujah.